Hi, welcome to Barbershop.talk podcast. Now, in this podcast is where we talked about the issues facing you and facing your community are things that may be impacting you. And of course, we have our small audience here to support us. And you'll hear them talk about it all the time. We do appreciate them coming. But first of all, you may be asking yourself, how do you identify these topics? Well, we identify these topics by listening to you, listen to you in the barbershop. You talked about it in the barbershop on Saturday, and we're going to talk about it on our podcast today. Now, we're located here in Indianapolis, Indiana, in Out the Way Studio, and I am your host, J-Rod, and this is your co-host, KC. Thank you, J-Rod. It's a pleasure to be back in the Out the Way Studios as we discuss the various topics that came up in the shop on Saturday. And we're going to present these topics in the same manner that we discuss them in the shop so you can experience the real flavor of barbershop talk. Wow, Casey, I have to admit, I really did like that intro. Now, I know we have a couple of followers, followers or our listeners, and they heard you the last couple of podcasts and they let it be known. You, your intro is way, way too long. So I see you cut it this week. What's up with that? I don't know if it's that, that's exactly what they were saying. <laughs> but nonetheless, the first couple of podcasts, I wanted people to understand what to expect from our podcast. And I think they're starting to understand that now. So I can, can condense it and just get right to it. All right. As you can see, Casey is always very logical. All right. But I do want to talk about something. I want to talk about Casey taking his vacation on our third podcast. That seems pretty early. We had to have somebody to stand in for him. But saying all that, Casey, how was your vacation? Well, it was a staycation. <laughs> What's that? That's when you stay at home and work instead of going somewhere. <laughs> and I wrestled with the dryer and lost four out of five matches. Uh, but it's over with. It's behind me. Uh, I do want to say thank you three, one, seven days a week for filling in for me. You did an excellent job. You have great potential. Well, yeah, three, one, seven days a week. Uh, he was quite a character. I have to tell you this. I messed up this name the first time. I called him 317 seven days a week. And man, you should have seen the look that he gave me like, that is not my name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny because, you know, of course, in that podcast last week, you know, we was talking about old school and young school. Mm-hmm. And I got to tell you, there's a big difference between old school and young school, especially today. I'm going to tell you something. You may remember because I think you're part of the old school generation is that the young boys today, they're they're pretty rough. I'm kind of scared of them a little bit. I was kind of scared of 317. I want to tell you why. You remember you used to go out to the club, you walk into the club, and then you have your, you hold your girl's hand, and you walk in there, remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's old school. Let me tell you, I don't go out anymore just because of that. I went to the club, I'm going to hold my girl's hand, we walk in here, and I looked around, and I happened to see a young dude, young school, he was holding her hand. Can you believe that? What? Yeah, he was holding her hand. In fact, I seen out the corner of my eye, and my girl whispered in my ear saying, he's holding my hand. And I told her, whatever you do, don't let go. Because I didn't want any trouble. (laughs) 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 We had to roll like this because we was in a young school environment. I I think your girl chose me, so I'm going to take her. (laughs) Is that what that was? I don't know what it was. I was like, hey, I'm not used to this type of environment. I know we just let that roll. But anyway, but that's the difference between young school and uh, young school and old school. Young school, young school. What am I trying to say here, Casey? I think I think that's one of the differences between young school and old school. In old school, you stayed with the girl you brought. In new school, hey, I like your girl, so I'm just gonna take her. 
because I think you're absolutely <laughs> right. You know, because those young boys, they just go, I'm just protective girl. We ain't ready for all that trauma. So anyway, that's my experience at the clubs. I decided to back away from young school. Now, fortunately, that wasn't 317 days a week because I almost called him and said, hey, man, you got to tighten this up because he's kind of scary because every once in a while, you can, with that look, he reminded me of this. Messing with that brother, <laughs> you better take off. All right, okay, go stop that, stop that. All right, uh, KC, I think we need to go ahead and uh, talk about some of our breaking news today. Did now our assistant Elizabeth, didn't you? Wasn't you on vacation with her last week? Was I on vacation with her? Yeah, because he's because we didn't have anybody to say breaking news. I can't disclose that on air. <laughs> All right, well, Elizabeth, <laughs> welcome back. So, what are we going to do? We begin today with breaking news. Well, thank you very much. Well, maybe it was just a coincidence that you two was on vacation. That it was a coincidence. <laughs> uh, you can see, old, oh, okay, okay, old school. All right, okay. I, w- I want a serious topic here, a serious topic, because I want to talk about uh, mothers, uh, and, and in particular, African-American mothers. Now, the reason that I'm bringing this up, KC, is that uh, uh, I was looking at some, uh, uh, I was looking at the news yesterday, and it was some, um, uh, mothers and a child was in a very difficult situation. Some of it was from um, virtual learning, helping their kids learn. And then others is just, they was helping their children in general. And it reminded me of my mother. You know, my mother is a very dedicated individual. And that is my image of mothers, a, a strong African-American woman that is running the household that has six children. Right. Mothers from back in the day were well-rounded. They were nurturing when they had to be nurturing. They were disciplinarians when they had to be disciplinarians. Uh, they were the cooks. They were the maids. They were your support, uh, your cheerleader. You know, whatever the situation called for, they were that. You're absolutely right. And see, my mother was also, every time we had a game or something that we win, she was my victory. And that's the sound I heard in my head. But when you mentioned that discipline, I used to get this. That's a smack. Yeah. Sometimes with six of us, so you may hear this. That's when she slapped all six of us one after the other. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, now I, I do understand that in today's world, some of you young folks were saying like, well, she smacked you. O-M-G. That's right. O-M-G this. <laughs> yeah, there needs to be a lot more slapping by mothers these days. That That's one of the problems we have with these um, young adults uh, because the this new generation didn't come with the same discipline that we had. I, I think you're right about that. I, I really think you're right about that. And I can't take that lightly. You know, I, there's a thin line between discipline and, abuse, and abusing kids, right? And I think if a, a parent can understand it, don't cross that line, I have no problem with capital punishment. And I don't even think it's a thin line. I think there's discipline and discipline is done out of love. It might be some physical punishment with it, but it's done out of love. Uh, abuse is not done out of love. It's done out of anger, out of hate, but it's not out of love. Well, that's a good point. The only thing I know is both of them hurt, right? <laughs> <laughs> my mother used to whoop my butt and then said that I did this out of love. That's I could tell that hurt. When you get disciplined, you learn something. Oh, something. Uh, that's true. When you get abused, you don't learn anything. Well, 
I don't you know. I learned, I learned how to run away. <laughs> but you don't learn a life lesson. Oh, I get it. I get it. No, you, you're absolutely right. You are absolutely right. You know, there was a, a, a in the barbershop, in fact, there was a young girl that came to the barbershop every Saturday. And I can tell that we had a, a different perspective. Is that one, she had a small child and she came in with a friend. And that small child went into the uh, her friend's purse. And the friend said, get out of there. And the mother was laughing and said, you tell her to shut up. And that's not a good lesson to learn to an adult. So that's the difference, is that old school mothers, when they say get out of that purse, that's it. You better get out of that purse. But the young school teenagers having babies, she was actually playing, which her friend can get, but the baby was getting the wrong message. That's yeah. what I, That's my take. Mm -hmm. That's my take on that. You know, Lee, I think I want to play a little game here because in the shop Saturday, we had a couple of customers and we were talking about mothers and they decided to remind everybody of phrases that their mother used to say when they was growing up. So the game we're going to play is called this. Phrases are things that black mothers would tell their children back in the day. You think you can handle that, Leon? Uh, yeah, I think I can go back a little bit. All right. Now, unfortunately, it's on us. So we've got to play between us. So what we're going to do is this. Is that you're gonna hear the music come on, and when you're ready to buzz in, you gotta hit your button. Got it? Now yeah. the button sounds like this. That means that you uh, buzzed in, or I will buzz in. But to get started, this is we. This is what you're gonna hear, right? Here we go. We're gonna start the game. You ready? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Mom. All right. Here it is, the first one. Things that black mother would tell their children. What do you have, KC? I heard you ring in. Go outside and get me a switch, and it better be a good one. <laughs> we must live in the same household. <laughs> I tell you what, don't come back with a small switch. I guarantee you, don't come back with a small switch. So tell me about that experience, KC. Uh, you know when you messed up and your mother's angry and she want to tear you up? But she wanted to use a little psychology. So she wants you to go out there and get the weapon she's going to uh, discipline you with. Well, so you're really thinking about this whole situation. It's like a death march out there <laughs> and a death march back before you even get the whooping. Yeah. It's very effective. Yeah, yeah I remember that. I remember one time I brought in a twig and <laughs> that was a mistake. <laughs> she, she made me go back outside and I almost had to bring back a tree. <laughs> Hurt. All right, let's try this. Go just do it again. Here we go. Oh, I cut a shark. So here's the here's the phrase my mother used to always tell me. When she took us to the store, she would say, "When we get in this store, don't you ask for nothing, don't you touch nothing, because you're going to get nothing." <laughs> she had a way of lowering expectations, didn't she? <laughs> She sure did. <laughs> but I guarantee you, you better not touch anything when you get in there. In fact, matter of fact, don't even say anything. Just follow behind her. <laughs> that would be my advice. But yes, you did lower the expectation. All right, ready to try one more time, Leah? I mean, uh, Casey? Yes. All right, let's go for it. Hey, quit cutting our music short. You got five <laughs> fast, fast answers there. What do you have to say? Didn't I tell you not to run in this house? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard not to run when she chasing me. But <laughs> you I, have to lie with that one, though. 
I wasn't really running, okay? It, I, I was walking fast and moving my arms. And, and to you, it might have looked like I was running, <laughs> but I was walking fast. <laughs> I don't think that's gonna work. You're gonna walk. You walk faster to an ass whip is what you're about to get. That's exactly what you're gonna get. All right, that is me, J. Rod. This is what my mother used to tell me, boy. You better fix that face before I fix it for you. <laughs> and, and, and I tell you, she can fix it too because if you keep that, if your face is not fixed, you're going to smack that face and your lips and nose and eyes, everything's coming off. You ever had that experience? Oh, oh yeah. And you better fix it quick because she's going to fix it. <laughs> you oh, or, uh, you know, if you, you're doing all that crying, I'm going to give you something to cry about. Oh my goodness, that, that that I have heard before. All right, let's try one more time. All right, I think I got you on that one, Casey. This is what my mother used to tell me. Boy, there's a common theme she always comes for. <laughs> Boy, I brought you in this world and I will take you out. Now, when she says that, you know you really messed up. Big time. Anytime they think about getting rid of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not good. That's not good at all. Wow. All right, Casey, I got to jump off of this mother stuff. Let's just bring back way too much uh, memories. But with that being said, Mom, I do want to say to you, I love you. And I hope you have many more years on this earth with me and my brothers and sisters. Without you, we would not be the people who we are. And to my dearly departed mother, thank you for everything that you've done for me. You helped me get to where I got. And I could have got further if I had listened to you more. Thank you again. All right. Hey, and to all the mothers out there, continue to do what you're doing. Uh, there is nothing in the world is better than the mother. You know what? I think we're going to do this now. I'm going to go ahead and take a sharp break, and then we're going to move into our next topic. Because I know you realize that we talk about the Indianapolis Colts every week, and we're going to continue to do that this week. But before we hit that topic, I'm going to pause here to recognize our sponsor. Our sponsor is Out The Way Studio, located here in Indianapolis. They provide you custom-made t-shirts and other apparels. If you like information or like to make an order or see their catalog, please email KingCap, and Cap is with a K, King, K-I-N-G, Cap, K-A-P, 317 at gmail.com. Again, that is KingCap. 317 at gmail.com. Now, also, our second sponsor is 421 Barbershop, the place where good things happen to your hair. If you want to get a good haircut, just, just follow us or come to us at 421 Barbershop, located in Indianapolis on Michigan Road. We would love to have you as a client. Remember, if you want to have a good haircut, the only thing you have to do is sit in one of our chairs, and we will give you a cut. What do you think about that, Jay, uh, Casey? Well, I've been a customer for let's say 30 years or so it has to be about that long and uh out of uh 30 years of haircuts uh you only messed up one time i think you what? went out yeah you know that one time you was out uh real late and i think you came in you real tired and you was cutting my hair and all of a sudden i started hearing this well i was tired at the time you should give me a pass on that well i said the one time you know, when you woke up and you said, oops, I knew I was in trouble. Well, when you said in my chair, I knew you was this. 
Loser. <laughs> Loser. That's right. And then when you got out of my chair, I asked you to do this. Give me my money. <laughs> Not for this cut. <laughs> I need to slap you go time. What do you think about that? Well, I went on and paid the money. And then I looked in the mirror, and all I could say was, oh. <laughs> all right, I, you know, he's very lucky he's a pawn. Because you know, there's a side of 421 that you don't want to be. But on a serious tip, you've been a client for over 20 years. We appreciate him coming to our, our shop, and we would appreciate you when you come to our shop as well. Believe me, when you leave, it is something that just happened good to your hair. All right, with that being said, Casey, I'm going to go ahead and, and let you take the lead on this Indianapolis Colts discussion. It looks like they had a victory. Yes, they did. Uh, they got off to a very shaky start. Terrible start. It, it was. Um, I don't know if they was nervous or, or, or what, but, uh, uh, you know, they playing the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if they, you know, took them for granted or felt they wouldn't be, you know, up to par with them, but Cincinnati jumped all on them at the beginning of the game, and they were struggling on both sides of the football early in the game. Well, you're absolutely right. They made Cincinnati look like a very good team that first half. I do have a lot of uh, respect for their rookie quarterback. I think that he was outstanding that first half, and I have to be quite honest with you. Their defense looked, and I would say today I'm talking about Cincinnati, their defense looked very good too, and for a period of time there, I didn't think the Indianapolis Colts had a chance. Yeah, it was looking grim early. Uh, Jeff Burrow is definitely a keeper. Uh, you know, he's been impressing me already, and you know, and he he he's just starting to learn, and so mm-hmm. he's already uh, off to a great start. Uh, they don't have a lot of a, a wins early, but you don't really expect that with a rebuilding team and a, you know, a brand new rookie quarterback. But I see a lot of great things in their future. Um, yeah, I think, but, I think you're right about that. But I also want to say this. All right, go ahead. Because you know I am a big critic of Philip Rivers. And I was going to bring him up, but it looked like you jumped me, jump, uh, you jumped ahead of me there, which is very good. After that slow start, starting with the second quarter, from that point forward, he played his best game as an Indianapolis coach. He absolutely did. The Indianapolis coach. Yes, yes, yes. Finally, something good from Rivers. <laughs> he did an outstanding job. In fact, I think that was his best game as a coach, if I'm not mistaken. It, it clearly was. It clearly was. So what do you think was the turnaround? Oh, well, lost for words there. Yeah, it's really hard to, to figure it all out. Uh, one thing, I think they utilized the running game more. And by using utilizing that running game more, it it involved that offensive line more. And I think it gave him more time. I do not like the Indianapolis Colts running game at all. I think it's being underutilized. Or I'm not a professional coach, but I don't like what I'm seeing uh, with our runners. Uh, I was expecting a little bit more from our rookie, but it seems like to me that they had this. I don't know why he's not getting the ball as much as I think he should or thought he would. Uh, but like I said, I'm not a professional coach, so I don't have too much comments on that. But I, I'm not happy. I never was happy with Hines. That is the worst running back in the NFL, in my opinion. He is not the worst. And I understand why they didn't utilize the running game as much as they would like. Because Cincinnati was back in the box. They were expecting the Colts to run more because Phillip Rivers had been struggling. And they wanted to see if Rivers could beat them first. So early on, they were stacking the box, clogging up the running lanes. So he started throwing some of those out patterns and, mm-hmm. and just beyond the linebackers to loosen up the defense a little bit. Yeah. And then the running game actually did pretty well after that. See, I see it a, a different approach. 
I'm in the opinion that the reason that we was doing so much because we were behind. When you are 21 points behind, that's normally you get your game plan is not to run, it's to pass. So in, in my opinion, your theory is flawed and you need to flush that right down the top. No, no, no. It was we were 21 points behind in the first quarter. That is true. You still had the vast majority of the game to implement your game plan. And they did do that. Uh they just had to eliminate their mistakes and uh take what the defense was giving them. And they did that. They did. I mean, I'm gonna give them a lot of credit because they had a very good game and I was very impressed that they came back. Now, this is when you know you have a good good uh, a good team, Casey. Mm-hmm. Is anytime that your team fall back. 14 or 21 points and you still feel that you have a chance to win you have a good team i don't know if you remember a couple years back and i think uh in indianapolis Colts they had uh jim harbaugh as a quarterback do you remember that oh yeah yeah and there was times that i'm looking at the game and when the Colts fall down or fall behind 14 to 17 points i knew for a fact that the Colts did not have the ability to come back and they did many 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 times but but Peyton Manning, we'd be down 21 points, even 28 points, and I still think we have a chance to win the game. And on many occasions, we did. Yeah, uh, one of my fondest memories was a Monday night game against Tampa Bay. And this is the season following Tampa Bay's Super Bowl victory. And the Colts were, were getting beat pretty bad by Tampa Bay all game long. And they had Keyshawn Johnson mic'd up. And throughout the game, he was um, throwing shade at Marvin Harrison. Because uh, during this game, they were overplaying Marvin Harrison and, and covering him deep. So he had to take a lot of short routes. And Keyshawn Johnson were saying things like, oh, so this is how you get your yards? Is this what got you into the Pro Bowl? These little passes like this? Wow. But in the fourth quarter, when Tampa Bay knew they had this victory ensured, uh, they were up like 17 points, Marvin Johnson caught two passes over 50 yards apiece to break the game up, to bring the Colts back. And the Colts actually end up winning that game in overtime. All right. I do like that. I do like that. Hey, you hear that sound, Casey? I heard it. That means it's time for our time is running out. And, but we do have to talk about one very important topic before we close out, and that is early voting. Early voting. That's important. I, it is. In fact, I, I did that a week ago today. Good for you. Good for you. I'm planning on uh, early voting now. If you're out there in the Indianapolis area, there is a location that you can early vote. Uh, one's the city county building. I'm assuming that's the one Casey went to. That's where I went. But I'm going to one. It's a, uh, it's a church. It's Luke. I believe it's uh, St. Luke's. It's on 86th and Michigan Road, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm planning on going there, and I believe they're open up on the, uh, the 24th, I believe, to the 26th. And I think it's from 7 in the morning to 7 in the p.m. And if I'm mistaken, anyone in the Indianapolis area, you can call in and correct me. But I do know that I'm right on that location. We do need you to go out and early vote. This is probably one of the most important important elections, at least in my lifetime. Oh, it definitely is. Uh, I think uh, remote early voting does start on the 24th. Uh, but you can vote now uh, by going to the city county building uh, downtown. So. And you are absolutely right. All right. With that being said, uh, Casey, I see our time is running out. We heard that alarm. And so I want to just conclude by saying a couple of things. One, I'd like to thank our listeners. Thank you very much for joining us and listening to us. We really enjoy your audience, and I hope that you enjoyed us as hosts. Also, we do have a goal, and our goal is to get 1,000 followers. So we can only do that with your help. 
And the way that you can do that, when you listen to us, whatever your favorite platform is, if it's Spotify or Google Podcast, it really doesn't matter. Just go ahead and click that follow button. And that allows that you receive a notification when we post a podcast, what we try to do weekly on Tuesday. So again, I would like to thank you for your support and please help us achieve our goals. Thank you, J-Rod. To our listeners, please keep following us. Uh, Tell your friends. Uh, We appreciate you following us. And we try to bring you informative as well as entertainment. Uh, One thing I do want to tell everybody, you know, this has been some some troubling times in Indianapolis and many of the major cities across this country. Uh, We need peace out in the streets. Go Go Mob.